Vacation starts with VA. Whether you're feeling beachy, mountainy, or every E in between, you'll find all that you love all in one trip to Virginia. Start yours at virginia.org. Cats at Night on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Here is Melissa DeRosa, writes for the Daily Beast. Used to work for Governor Andrew Cuomo. Melissa, good afternoon. It's uh, Sid with John and Peter. How are you? Great to speak with you guys. How you doing? Uh, well, great. Great to speak with you, too. Is so, this the end of uh, democracy in New York State? Well, I was going to say the answer to that question is you guys are doing a lot better than Kathy Hochul is today. <laughs> um, I mean, look, John, I think that the Court of Appeals, what we saw play out today, which there were 10 no votes, there were seven eyes without consent, which is basically a statement of neutrality, what allowed to go to the floor, and only two yes votes. And since the Senate started doing confirmations back in the 1970s, there has never in history, regardless of the party in power and the party in the Senate, oftentimes Democratic governors, Republican Senate, vice versa, never has there ever been a situation where a governor's nominee has gone down like this. So Kathy Hochul has made history tonight. And to your point, John, I think that it, I think this, this should scare New Yorkers a lot about how this process played out and what it means about the balance of power now, going into the legislative session. Melissa, uh, and I know it hasn't happened before, uh, but we've had various people on this show. Uh, Governor Patterson uh, made, made an issue of it, uh, Judge Weinberg, uh, and they know the law, too. Uh, there's, a, there's a controversy that it has to go to the full floor. What say you? There is, there is a controversy over that. And the answer is it's sort of unclear. There's one reading of the Constitution that says because it says consideration of the Senate, it should be the full floor. There's another argument that says, well, it says consideration of the Senate and the Senate determines what that means in its own House rules. The larger problem for Hochul is she has sort of threatened that she is going to bring legal action. It floated out. You know, they've even surfaced the name of a lawyer, Caitlin Halligan, who would represent the governor against the Senate. And is she going to pull the trigger? And she is so incredibly weak right now. If she doesn't pull the trigger, it's the end. She's not governor. Well, that's that's the problem, John. Once you threaten to pull the trigger, you've got to pull the trigger. On the other hand, I believe she if she pulls the trigger and then let's play this through. If she pulls the trigger, it's not a sure thing. She wins in court. You know, the Court of Appeals is personally interested in the outcome. So they could feel like we really shouldn't be weighing in on this. There's a conflict, and we're going to default to but the, the Senate. But the reason Janet DeFriori, her name was, is not yep. there is because the Court of Appeals did the right thing on the uh, previous vote. The redistricting. That's right. But so let's And they forced her out. out. Let's say this plays out and Hochul does go ahead and she brings the, the lawsuit and she does win, which is a lot of ifs. And I'm, I don't believe it's a slam dunk. But then if you if you if if you send it to the full floor for a vote, what I think you're going to see happen is you're going to see the Senate Democrats then unify behind their leadership. And whereas moderate Dems or people who maybe were undecided could have potentially previously voted for LaSalle, I think that what you see happening is she's now questioning the institution's power and the separation of powers. And it's going to become a fight about institutional strength. 
I think the de- Senate Democrats all unify as a conference and vote LaSalle down as a block. Well, so I think no matter how this plays, yeah. this ends badly for LaSalle and for Hochul. Uh, Melissa, George Pataki actually commented on this. He said, I commend Governor Hochul for standing up for the people of New York. The governor of New York is elected to lead our state, not the legislature. They don't get to pick the chief judge of our great state. So for what it's worth, Governor Pataki is uh, crediting Kathy Hochul with a job well done today, despite the loss. Hey, Melissa, well, that and 250 will get you on the subway, you know, but, and, but the, the truth is it's, you know, at the end of the, at the end of the day, it says the guy gets seated or not. And look, power is about perception of power is as important as having power. And Hochul only won her election with five points, right? She gave away the pay raise for free. She botched the response to the storm up in Buffalo. This is her number four at bat since she was elected. And if this goes down, I mean, a, a weaker governor in the state, I don't think we have seen. Melissa, and I think that PK. fundamentally, this is about now a power imbalance flip to the legislature like we've never seen before. Melissa, this is Peking. If I could just say for a moment there, first of all, you know, whether we agree or disagree with Hochul, I think, the reason, I think she has to fight. Otherwise, to me, it's better to get down fighting than to quit. I think if she just quits now, she's going to be really a, you know, a dead woman it's walking. It's all over for her. So I think she has well, to. Well, she's not the governor if she quits. Oh, 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 so as I can say, uh, 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 as Republican, I mean, all those court of appeals judges are all appointed by Democratic governors. I wouldn't agree with LaSalle on you know, all the issues. But to me, the governor has the right to make the appointment. And as long as that judge is reasonably in the mainstream, it should be confirmed. I think it's a terrible precedent if she caves in. Now, if she, if she goes to the floor and loses, that to me is better, I think, than uh, – just caving in now because she'll be, uh, again, a lame duck. Uh, but let's hear, is Judge Weinberg on the, on the phone? Judge Weinberg, what say you? Yes. I think uh, on the law, she has a good shot of, of winning the case, depending on where they file the lawsuit. goes from the state Supreme Court to the appellate division. If you have a, an independent uh, appellate division, state Supreme Court, even if a lot of the judges in the court of appeals recuse themselves, the appellate division decision will, will stand as, as the law. On this. And what so do you think happens in the uh, in, in the appeals court where it stands right now at uh, at six? Well, I, I think you may have people who are accusing themselves because you had at least one person, the acting chief judge, who came out of the uh, the judicial uh, screening panel. So it's a very complicated issue. This was forced by the legislature unreasonably and unfairly. They didn't treat uh, Judge Lasalle fairly. They didn't give him due process. They packed. Listen, let's. Let's be honest. This legislature, this Democrat-led legislature, packed this committee so they could pack the court. And the only thing that stands in the way of a runaway legislature with a left-wing ideology forcing it down everybody's throat is an independent judiciary. So this is an attack on independent judiciary. And when Melissa talks about separation of powers, we have to remember they're the third branch of government, the judiciary. They have to be respected as well. And Generis, who's led this fight, Another unconstitutional fight, just like this fight on the redistricting, has led this fight, has pushed the Senate Democrats in this corner. They should start thinking real carefully about whether this guy should be in a leadership position because they've pushed themselves into this corner. What would you expect this governor to do, to just roll over? She rolls over on this. She's not a governor. She's not a governor anymore. Melissa DeRosa, a former quasi-chief of staff of uh, Governor Cuomo. Well, listen, I, I, I agree with all, everything all of you guys just said. She's got no choice. She now she, Once you make the threat to sue, you have to sue or else your legs are cut out from you more than they already have been. 
But the larger thing, which like I'm looking two, three moves ahead on the chessboard, which is something Hopel would do well to do every once in a while. But I now see a scenario where it, let me, if you will, give me 30 seconds, 95. There was a question about a constitutional gaming amendment in New York. Bruno, Senator Bruno, a Republican, wanted it passed. There were members of his conference who didn't want to do it. He had the Democratic votes to get it passed. Trump then goes and cuts a deal with the Democrats in the Senate to vote down the bill. Bruno brings his conference in and says, this is no longer about gaming. This is about who runs the Senate. I need you all to fall in line behind me. They all walk onto the floor and they pass gaming. Even though Havis Conference didn't want to do it, he got them in the line and said, this is us versus them now. We decide what happens in our chamber. I'm telling you guys, I'm, I'm not generally a betting woman. If this thing gets to the floor, the Democratic Senate falls in line behind Mike Gianaris and Andre Stewart Cousins and LaSalle goes down. Wow. That is my prediction. Uh, Peter King, where, where, where do we place our bets? Can we go to Jake's casino and place a bet? Or <laughs> yeah, I'm actually with Melissa. The one bet that I have is that she has to go ahead, and if she loses, I get a, a, I'd rather lose in the ring rather than sitting in the corner. I'd rather lose by a knockout <clears throat> punch than, than go down uh, as a no, sissy. You know, but, but you're right. You guys are right on that. I think Melissa agrees with that. You'd rather lose at least punching, but she's going to lose. And when she loses, I, 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 that Hope becomes will, a huge embarrassment not, for the governor of New York. Yeah, I'm just thinking of former governors. I don't know if she can pull it off or not. If she goes to the public on this and makes it a major issue, she has a chance of winning. If she has any following, I don't know. And that's also going to be a test of her leadership. Yeah. Well, we're going to talk to Zach Williams uh, before, later yeah. on, I think, yeah. at 5.30 or something, and he'll, we'll see what he has to say. Somewhere Lee Zeldin yeah. has had another glass of champagne. <laughs> Me- <laughs> Melissa DeRosa, thank you so much for coming on, and we love you, and uh, and thank you for giving us your input. Thank you, guys. Talk soon. Bye. Thank you. All right. Take care, uh, Melissa DeRosa. It's Cats at Night on the Red Apple Podcast Network.